This sikha is a sikha in connection to Chafav, the yard site of the Rebbe's father, Ablevi Yitzchak. The Rebbe said we discussed many times about the day of Chafav. This is one of the nine dates that the Gemara refers to as Atzei HaKoyanim Vaha'am. What this is referring to is, as the Gemara relates, that Kasha'alu Bnei Ha'goylu, when the people came up from Golos to the second base of Migdash, they didn't find wood in the Lishka, in the chamber of wood in the base of Migdash. So certain families donated wood on their own to the Mizbeach, and therefore it was established to commemorate this, that each one of these families will bring every single year wood to the Mizbeach on this particular day, and their wood will be used on the Mizbeach, even if the Lishka, even if the chamber is filled with wood. This day would be considered a Yomtev, and they also brought what's called a Karbon Eitzim, a special Karbon along with the wood. When one of these times fall out on Shabbos, so for example, if Chafa falls out on Shabbos, when you can't bring the Karbon Eitzim, this is a particular Karbon that is not, is not Doicha Shabbos, and the Mishnah says, Ma'achrim, we delay it. We push it off till after Shabbos rather than, than bringing it before Shabbos. And the same dinner also applies to other cases. The Mishnah enumerates Tisha B'av falling out on Shabbos. You push it off till after Shabbos. The same thing as the carbon of Chagigo that's brought on Yom Tif. If it falls out on Shabbos, you bring it after Shabbos. And so too, the mitzvah of Hakel, of the king gathering the people on the second day of Sukkot, if it falls out on Shabbos, again, it will be pushed off till after Shabbos. Regarding these other things, the Gemara actually explains why we push it off till after Shabbos rather than doing them before Shabbos. So regarding Tisha B'av, we don't want to bring in the negative things of Tisha B'av earlier. Regarding Chagiga and Hakel, because the time of their obligation didn't come yet. Regarding the carbon of the wood, the Gemara doesn't give a reason. And in regards to this, we find a difference and seemingly even a contradiction between Rashi, the way he explains it in the Gemara, and his Pirush on the Rif. In the Gemara, Rashi explains, when we spoke about this idea that the time of the obligation didn't come yet for Chagiga and Hakel, so Rashi explains, so if you bring it earlier, you're not going to be Yoytze, your obligation. The time of the obligation didn't even come yet. And then Rashi adds, V'chein, the same thing, is in regards to the wood of the Koyanim. They have a specific time. This is like the idea of a neder, of a vow, that you had made a certain vow to bring something at a certain time. And therefore, the reason over here is as well that the time of their obligation, their particular date, did not arrive yet. Rashi on the Rif, however, gives us a different reason, seemingly. He's, over there he says that we delay it till after Shabbos because the time of Erev Shabbos is still the time that belongs to the previous family. And they wouldn't want that this new family should be coming in and bringing wood and their carbon during the time that it's still the time of the previous family's um, um, season, time. And this, and the Rebbe says, this is why the Gemara doesn't even have to give a reason for why the carbon or Eitzim is not brought on Shab- before Shabbos, because it's such an obvious thing. You're clearly getting involved. You're pushing your way into the time of the previous family. According to this second reason would follow that if the previous family doesn't actually mind this next family bringing the carbon or Eitzim in their time and the wood, the wood and the carbon in their time, so then it shouldn't be a problem bringing the wood before Shabbos, the carbonates before Shabbos, even though, based on the first Rashi, that would have been a problem because the time of the obligation didn't come. The Rashi and the Gemara, but according to the Rashi on the Rif, it seems like that wouldn't be a problem because it's just a matter of does the previous family mind or they don't mind. The difference between these two Rashis, whether the reason that we say you shouldn't bring it before Shabbos is because the time of the obligation didn't arrive yet or not, is also relevant in other areas. The Rebbe brings the Yerushalmi, there's a machlok, is between Amairoim. You have a Gabbai Tzedakah, the Tzedakah collector, the person distributing the Tzedakah, whether he should be borrowing money when there's no money in the fund 
for a poor needy person. And later he'll pay back this money with a future tzedakah that will eventually come in. So here we're focusing on the opinion that says that you're not supposed to do that. The Ragachavar explains that the reason of the opinion that says that you shouldn't do that is connected with this Rashi that we were just speaking about, the Rashi on the Gemara. Because what do we see from this Rashi? What, the, what Rashi is basically telling us is that if you have decided you're going to be bringing a carbon at a certain time, you took a nether to bring it at a certain time, if you're going to bring it before that time, you're not going to be yoytza. That's basically what Rashi is telling us. These families wanted to, have decided they're going to bring a carbon on a particular date. It's like their nether. You can't bring it before that. How does that apply to the case of tzedakah, says the Ragachavar? The fact that the Gabay tzedakah shouldn't be borrowing money when there's no money in the fund is because you won't be able to use the money that's going to come later. A person that donated money later and you got the money later, you're not going to be able to use that money that comes in to pay back a debt that happened earlier, the money that you borrowed earlier. Because if you do that, it's going to be as if you're giving the tzedakah before the time that the nether was even made. Before the time that the nether is set is setting in. Like our case with the wood. Or a person generally making a vow for a carbon. In other words, the mitzvah of tzedakah was done before the time that the person that wanted to give the tzedakah has decided to give that money for tzedakah. And the problem with that's going to be, because then when he gives the money, he wants to fulfill his obligation, but he's not fulfilling his obligation. He's not going to be yoytze his nether because that, the money is going to have to be given after the time of his vow, not before the time of his obligation. That's what the Ragachavar says. But the Rebbe says, but the way we just looked at the Rashi on the Rif, we see something else. That if not for the issue of the previous family having a issue or a problem with the next family bringing the carbon during their time, technically this next family would be allowed to bring their carbon even though the time of the obligation didn't arrive yet. So based on this Rashi, there's, there's no longer a support for this opinion that says that you shouldn't borrow the money for the tzedakah. So, I guess the question really is over here, is there a contradiction between these two Rashis? They seem to be implying very different things. So the Rebbe says we're going to understand this by first understanding a general question on this Rashi, the way it's on the Rif. What does Rashi say? That the reason you can't bring the carbon eight before Shabbos, because it's the time of the previous family that brings their wood, and they wouldn't want you to bring the wood during their time. And the question is, why is it relevant what this previous family wants? The setting of these times for carbonates and happened by the Nevi'im, what's called Das Bastin. So if there is a reason why the carbonates should be brought before Shabbos, seemingly we shouldn't take into consideration what the previous family wants. Says the Rebbe, the explanation is that really these two Rashis are not in contradiction to each other. In fact, they actually complement each other. But by first, by explaining what the obligation exactly is. This obligation of the families to bring these carbonos, the wood and the carbonos, where does the obligation come from? It's really the idea of a neder. In other words, yes, we did say before that the Nevi'im established it, but now each one of these families have accepted to do this for all future times. So this is like a neder. What's the halacha by a neder? That you always have to take into consideration what was the mindset, what did the person have in mind, the person who had taken that commitment, that neder. So, since it's a very, very regular thing and a very common thing that some of these days may fall out on Shabbos when they're going to have to bring the wood and the carbonates, etc. 
So there's no question about it that these donors, when they had taken that commitment, they surely had something in mind, what's going to happen if it falls out on Shabbos? Are we going to bring it before Shabbos, or are we going to bring it after Shabbos? So again, in the Gemara, Rashi just said that the time of the obligation didn't come yet, because the time of the nether didn't come yet. But what Rashi in the Rif is doing, is actually giving more explanation to that. He's saying, why is it that the time of the obligation didn't come yet? So it's not only because since it's before Shabbos, before the date that usually they bring, that's why the time of the obligation didn't come yet. Rashi is saying something much more than that. He's saying that in this case, the obligation is actually going to be only starting after Shabbos. Why? What Rashi is telling us on the riff about the previous family is, that since the previous family doesn't want the next family coming into their time, so we understand that when this next family would have originally taken the commitment many years back, when they took the commitment, when they were thinking what's going to happen if it falls out on Shabbos, says that surely what they had in mind was that they're going to bring it after Shabbos. Again, because they realized that the previous family are not going to want us in their time, so when they took the vow to start with, it would have been with a mindset, yeah, we'll just bring it after Shabbos. Because we don't want to get into a fight with the previous family. God el shalom, shalom is so great, especially in matters of the Mizbeach and the Karbon. In fact, says the Rebbe, if not for this idea of the previous family, actually, it would have made sense that they would probably want to bring it before Shabbos. And the Rebbe says, for two reasons. Number one, we have a concept of mitzvah, bal, yotcha, altach, mitzvah, we don't want to delay a mitzvah. Number two, says the Rebbe, we were speaking so far about the carbon, there's also the wood itself that's brought, and there's different ways of understanding whether the wood was actually brought on Shabbos and the carbon was only brought later, or the wood was also not brought. But if the wood was brought on Shabbos, so in this case, again, let's say chaf of the Shabbos, so by them bringing the carbon after Shabbos, what's actually happening is that they're only celebrating and thanking Hashem for this chus, they're delaying it by a day. So if not for this idea of shalom, of peace, of not getting into a fight with the previous family, it actually would have made sense that in their minds from the outset it would have been to bring it before Shabbos. This is what Rashi is telling us in the Rif, that uh, that the reason why it's not brought after before Shabbos is because they wouldn't want to get into a problems with the previous family. And therefore, it's an obvious thing that in the case of carbonate, we delay it, we don't bring it earlier. The Gemara doesn't even have to, again, explain the reason why that is. And that is, even if the previous family would agree sometimes to allow you to bring it in their time, that still wouldn't be good enough. Because the time of the obligation didn't come yet. What does it mean the time of the obligation didn't come yet? Because again, when the vow was made from the outset right in the beginning, was in mind that if it comes out on Shabbos, we're going to bring it after Shabbos. If that's the nether from the beginning, you can't later come along and bring it before Shabbos. So now getting back to how this goes back to the idea of tzedakah, we said before the Ragged Shavu wanted to use the Rashi and the Gemara as a proof for the opinion to say that you're not allowed to, that the Gabbai Tzedakah shouldn't borrow. But the Rebbe says now, the Rebbe uses the expression, my humble opinion, there's no longer a proof anymore whether you, to this Machloikas, whether you tell the Gabbai to borrow or not, as the Ragged Shavu said. Because in our case, there's a very specific reason why you have to bring it before Shabbos and not after Shabbos. Because as we said, this is specifically the, 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 the mindset of the person who made the nether right from the beginning that he's going to bring it after Shabbos. And therefore you cannot apply this to a different case 
where a person is giving tzedakah and he totally didn't have anything in mind at all of, of, of whether, the, for what the money is going to be used, whether it's going to be used from something now or pre- paying a debt with that the tzedakah fund had previously. So this is no longer a proof of it to this idea of whether you can give tzedakah before the time that the person had decided to give tzedakah. As opposed to our case where it's very explicit, this is what they had in mind, that they're definitely going to be doing it after Shabbos, and therefore you can't bring it before Shabbos. The Rebbe applies all of this now and takes out a halachic inyan in regards to a yard site that falls out on Shabbos. So the year the Rebbe said the Sicha was actually Chafav, the Rebbe's father's yard site was actually in Shabbos that year. So the minig is to give tzedakah on the day of the yard site. Some people also have a minig to fast on the day of the yard site. And that's like the idea of a neder. It's a commitment that was taken. So here again, there's a question. Should, if it falls out on Shabbos, could you do, give the tzedakah before Shabbos or should you delay it to Sunday? According to the ragged shavar, seemingly would have to come out that you should actually delay it till after the time that the obligation comes, that the neder came, and you delay it till afterwards. But according to what we explained before, that it all goes from the mindset of when you started making this commitment. So in this case, we'll understand that since a person knows right from the beginning that the yorza will sometimes fall out on Shabbos, so what's going to happen is this person making this commitment is l'chatchila going to make it in a way that it should be more fitting with what the Chazal say, you have an opportunity to do a mitzvah, do it sooner rather than later. And therefore the tzedakah should be given on Erev Shabbos, in order to be makdim ledvar mitzvah. 